You're listening to Hockey Prospect Radio on Sirius XM NHL Network Radio. Here's Shane Malloy and Brad Allen. We're back and powered by Huddle Analysis, offering the largest data and video library of players, teams, and leagues worldwide. We're continuing to talk about the CHL Top Prospects game that concluded in Moncton. And for Team White, right off the hop, I thought this line was fantastic. But, you know, we're going to single out TJ Gidla. Just, I think, his motor, his pace, his energy um, really helped, like, solidify sort of complement the skill set that you knew that was already there. And to me, it's just like, there's a guy who he's just every shift, he's coming out guns blazing. And I like that compliment because you knew he was skilled and talented, but I wanted to see whether he would try to impose his will on the game. And I thought he really did for team white. Yeah. He's been fantastic all season uh, for, for myself. I, I remember the first, uh, couple of games I watched of him, I was like, wow, this is, he was, he put himself on the map very early. Let's go that way. And it, it wasn't even just the well-roundedness of him, which is absolutely there as I'm sure some of our listeners have seen now. Uh, it, it was the shot. He can really shoot a puck from yeah, distance, which is, he can rip it. And that's, that's very useful. Um, that said, the reason I bring up the shot quality and the ability to shoot from distance. And some of you saw it in this game is that right now he has a tendency to slow down the play too often. He's using A stances, he's using Y triangle stances where he's constantly slowing down the play and trying to assess his options instead of speeding up the play. Um, but it, it's one of those situations where I think it's very correctable. And when when he's on and he's using speed differentials correctly, he's slowing and speeding up and making sure that the defense are offset by his skating, then he's really a lot to handle. Uh, you know, a lot of work for him to be done along the boards. Doesn't exactly know how to use his frame just yet, but you you see the handling ability, you see the dual threat nature of him, you see his willingness to do basically everything, and you just look at him and you go, okay, you plug him anywhere in the lineup. There's a tremendous amount of versatility. He knows how to generate out. pressure. He's going to figure it out, right? Yeah. He's going to figure it out. Uh, he's a very interesting one to watch on draft day, just because of where he's going to go, right? I, I could see a team absolutely falling in love with him enough to take him top ten. Uh, this game, you know, if he plays plays like this the rest of the season, then you could definitely warrant that. Uh, I believe at Hawk Prospect, we just have him around 10 or 11 right now. Um, so that, you know, that's, I think he project, he basically played in this game like he projects to go on draft day. That's like a top 10 to 12 pick. Yeah. And, and you can't ask for much more. He's a fantastic talent. Obviously, he's got his dad in his ear. He knows what it's going to take to become a pro and a good one. Uh, and that absolutely matters. So uh, fantastic performance by him. Let's talk about Jet Luchenko on that second line. Thoughts on him as a prospect out of Guelph? Yeah. So th- this is a player that at Hockey Prospect we have had ranked A rated in the A range for a couple months. And uh, no, no one was on board with this, but uh, we're, we're starting to get some chat. With more, more people are definitely getting on uh, on board with what we've done. Uh, with this player the last couple of months in terms of our evaluation now. And that's and you saw that on display in this game. Skating ability is there, very good skater. And and you know, skating is one of those things where I think for a lot of uh, our listeners who are just just viewers of hockey and, and don't scout, uh, one of the big differences with skating from a scouting perspective for us is like we have to look at the mechanical base uh, from a long-term perspective in the player and not just the power output and not just the A to B and what he looks like that's in terms change. of on the ice. Because it's going to change, years, right? Yeah. That's right. So with Lachenko, one of the reasons we really like him is that when you look at it from a mechanical perspective, it's already really good, and he's all, uh, one of the youngest players in the strap. Two weeks from eligibility next season. Yeah. So that's a very good sign. So you take that, 
And then you see the playmaking ability. You see the ability to, to carry the puck through three zones, right? The neutral zone entry rates are looking pretty good. And you look at the, the hockey sense and then the commitment to detail and you got something. I, for me, I, I've said this, I told Mark Edwards this from day one, uh, Jet Lachenko looks very similar to me to Chandler Stevenson uh, out of Vegas. Very similar player to Chandler Stevenson, who's an underrated player. Uh, took yeah. him time to develop. Lachenko was ahead in terms of his curve relative to Stevenson the same age. But I think they're going to be very similar players. We're, we're very high on Jet Lachenko and I feel like he had a very good game here. Let's talk about Beckett, uh, Lachenko, his line mate for this game kid out of Oshawa and he's got you know I talked to him downstairs and he's just like a he's not the like he's still thin wait till this kid fills out because he's got a lot of room he's gonna be a big kid when he's like 22 23 he's gonna be a load coming down that right wing it's exactly it's exactly it when you look at growth rate and curve of a player he's just untapping his potential. He's just yeah. at the just scratching the surface of what he's going to be as a player, right? Um, we really like him. Uh, I feel like he had a good game here, a good performance. One thing with Beckett Seneca is his production does not match the NHL potential, right? The pro potential of this player is not fully realized at all, and it's not going to be in his draft season. That's where it's kind of gets difficult because you can take a player who's already looking physically developed. Like, let's use Michael Bransig Nygaard as an example of that. 6'2", 200-pound beast, already physically developed, already mature. Beckett Seneca is the opposite. But when you project both at 23, Seneca is going to catch up to him. Yeah, right? And then it comes him. down to – that's exactly right. So if he's passing him physically, what does that mean in terms of the, uh, the rest of his game? Well, he can do a whole lot with the puck. He has range. He has the ability to laterally drag the puck and laterally two-touch the puck. He can uh, find lateral passing options in traffic. He's very dangerous around the net area when he's trying to protect the puck. I thought, his, good, a ton I of thought his give and go was pretty good, too. He had good give and go sequences. You're right. There was one specifically that stood out to me where he had a short side option, but instead he tried to make it into a multi-touch give and go sequence that would have resulted in the goalie having to make a lateral transfer, which is what you want to see. You want to see more complex plays and the thought process to develop those plays in real time. That's what you saw from Seneca in this game. I felt like he had a good performance and he needed one, to be honest. I feel like if I was to wait which players I wanted to see actually do well in this game, again, I don't take it, you know, it's one of those games where it's not not huge to us, but if I was to weight it and say, which player do I wish would do well here? It would have been Beckett Seneca because his production, again, he's there. It hasn't matched what he can be. So I want to see him actually really be dangerous in this game. And he was. And so, and, and part of that was uh, a result of playing with the players he's playing with, though. He had some excellent uh, teammates with him. But yeah, tons of potential in Seneca and Lachenko. And I, I bring up both of them together because uh, they sum up this class. Uh, we mentioned this before. I'll mention it again because it really is important. This class is the youngest class I can ever remember. There, there's a lot more growth rate in this class as a whole relative to other drafts Which because why there's so many on the first half. The second half of exactly. the season is going to matter more, right? That's, that's right. Where, that's right. And that's it's going to be the danger of once you start cutting down your list. Always the danger of leaving somebody off because it's a it's a really young class. And they tend to late heart charge, particularly, you know, after Christmas and past January. 
That's 100% right. This draft is you're going to have to really focus on the back half relative to the first half uh, just because of what you said. It's it's a super young class. There's still a lot of these kids are just trying to figure out what they can become and how to develop. And so, you know, I you always weight the U18s relatively heavily, right? The tournament really matters. It's going to really matter this, this season. I can't wait to go to it. It's going to really, really matter. And just the playoff hockey down the stretch too in the OHL and CHL as a whole, it's going to really matter for these kids. So uh, it's one of those situations where this class is there's a lot of interesting players and, and some of them have massive flags at this time even though they're very talented uh even Cole Eiserman not had a great season so far you know Cole Eiserman is a perfect example of a player who I think the second half you're gonna have to really step up and try to solidify a, a top 10 position still at least for us um but it, it, you know it, he's a perfect example of just what this draft is there's there's a ton of untapped potential it'll be very interesting to try to see how many of them actually untap it towards the end of the end of the year in general yeah i try to break down the season into like quarters and uh particularly with with young players and so i think this <clears throat> really it's going to be the last quarter of the season playoffs u18s that you know i think the puzzle is going to start coming together. I think for me, especially because there was just, there's so many, like when I put up, putting together a, a puzzle of the player, there's some big gaps still kind of like, okay. I mean, it's this information, the data is just not confirmed here from that standpoint. So I think that's really fascinating, uh, particularly this year. And, and you alluded to it as well because of the, of the young birth rate in this group. Um, and that's going to impact it uh, moving forward. So you have to be really patient with this group. Uh, we're going to take a short break on Hockey Prospect Radio. Please stay tuned. If you go off and uh, listen to Tom Petty, stay for about five minutes, then one song, then come back to us. And we'll be back right after these important messages. Every play, every stat, every breakdown. On their own, they're essential. But all together, they're undeniable. Introducing Huddle Instat a new advanced data platform that integrates with sports code and every Huddle product you rely on to create an all-in-one data powerhouse. Huddle Instat's advanced tagging and next-level stat reports help you develop your team, and its global film library helps you find the missing piece to get the most out of every second of film. Visit huddle.com backslash HPR to learn more. The Junior Prospect Hockey League is Western Canada's newest elite developmental stream for student-athletes looking to take their game and studies to the next level. The JPHL features professional coaches and skill development coaches, along with comprehensive practice, game, and academic schedule, allowing athletes to be successful in a more cost-effective model compared to similar hockey and school programs. To learn more and see why the JPHL is the ideal choice for your student-athlete and family, visit JuniorProspectsHockeyLeague.com. Fractal Hockey Consulting. Everything we do, we believe in challenging the status quo in hockey. We believe in thinking differently. We provide interdisciplinary solutions that are personally designed, simple to use, and user-friendly. Through an integrated series of best business practices, and we design solutions for both hockey operations and hockey business operations. Contact us at fractalhockey.com. 